Replying to YouTube comments. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and in this episode, number 322, I'm gonna share the audio of a recent video that Johan, Trevor, Michael, and myself did. We took our regular wildlife photography Q&A videos that we do, and instead of doing it the normal way, where we ask you guys for questions on Instagram, email, you send it through, and then in the studio at the office, we answer them for you. We're on episode 56 something. For this one, we were on location, we were shooting a bunch of other content, and we decided to sit at, um, at Johan's house, and there's two particular videos on our YouTube channel. The one is lionesses killing a serval, and the other one is wild dogs killing a pregnant impala. Now, both of those are gruesome as hell, and it's nature, and not the point, not the discussion for now, but the comments on YouTube are fascinating at times, right? So, we sat down, we had a beer, we read through some of these comments, and just replied and commented back in the video. Now, some of it's tongue-in-cheek, but some of it's real. I think part of this is for us to educate and to teach people what nature really is. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is a fun one. If you want to go and check out the video, you can visit the YouTube channel as well, or then the, um, our various Instagram TVs. Enjoy this one. We had fun. Okay, so like we said, this is different. We've got four people here, Mike, Trevor, and how's it, guys? How's it going? Good. Good. Cheers. Because this is a location shoot, Cheers. and we're doing different content after this, we're going to have a beer while we do this, because there's some funny stuff here. So, guys, I'm going to basically just go through. The first video we're looking at is Lion versus Serval. Trevor, this was yours. Yeah. Give the people an idea on the sighting quickly. Okay, so it was on a safari last year. Um, we headed out in the afternoon, and um, we went to look for some lions. And we found the lions, and um, while we were following them, they started to move off-road. We followed them off-road, and one of the lionesses started to go into a bit of a stalk mode. Um, and we couldn't actually see what she was looking at. We thought maybe a scrub here or something in one of the bushes. So we repositioned the vehicle, we stopped, we waited patiently, told the guests, you know, obviously it is a hunting scenario. We're not sure what she's hunting but we're going to sit still, we're going to wait and patiently see what unfolds. Mm -hmm. um, and what happened next was actually the lioness ran towards the car um, and there was a bush maybe two meters away from us and she grabbed something in the bush right next to us <laughs> and what she pulled out was a serval. That's stupid. Um, which is ridiculous in itself. Can't make um, that up. So she pulled out the serval but... <laughs> The serval was fighting back, it was biting on the lioness's nose, it was clawing at the lioness. Um, a second lioness then ran in and joined in, um, and I mean the serval took an absolute pounding. Um, but, you know, as, as difficult as it is to watch, mm. um, that's raw nature. You know, yeah. it's, it's a rare and it is a special sighting, it's a sad sighting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's raw nature. It is. Um, so, <laughs> so, you guys can watch this on the Wild Eye YouTube channel. I put a bit of it in the corner here for you just to watch now, but, so let's start here. First comment, I was hoping that the serval would get away. I'm disappointed with this result. Disappointment at nature, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> like, putting me on the spot there, but yeah, how can you be disappointed? That's the thing. I mean, it's the natural world, things unfold. And like Trevor said, they sat there waiting patiently for something to unfold and something to happen. And for most naturalists or people who are very enthusiastic about nature and safari and wildlife tend to, and as bad as this is going to sound, 
hope for things like this. Yeah. So even though it's sad and it's difficult to, to watch and be a part of, it still is extremely exciting and rewarding um, on the point that it's a very special wildlife moment. Mm. And if you were disappointed that the, the serval got, got injured and, and killed, it's, yes, as sad as it is, it's a natural event and it happens whether you're there or not. So, mm-hmm. I mean... It's a theme that's coming up a lot the last while. Yeah. yeah. This whole, oh, save the zebra, save the... So if, if the, a lioness was hunting a zebra and the lioness missed, are we going to feel disappointed because the lion's hungry? Where do you draw the line? Yeah. Did you go, yes, the civil's dead? No. Exactly. <laughs> Don't just say that. Let's be nice now. Okay, so th- this is another one. I'm, I'm literally just scrolling. Guys, we're not going to answer all of these because there's thousands, but there's some good stuff in here. Go and do yourself a favor. Get a drink and go read some of these. But next one. To the floor. Lions are just a gang of bullies. The serval is neither competition, nor threat, nor food. But the lions just decided they cannot share the world with smaller cats. The way to deal with this is to introduce tigers to the terrain, <laughs> let them see how it feels to be the smaller cat. Comments. Well, in all honesty, seeing that tigers walk solo, yes, tiger's still going to see its ass against yeah, a crowd of lions. He's so getting whipped. That's not going to help the situation, I can yeah. assure you that. But... What are your guys? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's often it's also just natural instinct for these guys, you know. So even if it's not competition or food or whatever, it's just you know, like your house cat. If you had to put anything out there for it to chase, it's probably going to chase it, and it's just natural. It's just what they do, you know. That yeah. they can't help those those instincts. And quite often, you said this was a, a lioness. Yeah. But uh, quite often, the the young males in particular, you know, when they just sort of get kicked out the pride, they often just go and kill anything, whatever they can find, you know, and it's probably a type of, of dominance mm-hmm. and, but, yeah, so fight for survival, fight for yeah. survival, and it's, it's, you know, if you have your house cat, drag anything for it, it's probably going to go and chase it and yeah, take I mean, it down. This is a question that often pops up on safari as well, where people would ask when we're sitting in the sighting and lions are, are lying still or cheetah are lying still, and you get to discussions with your guests because we don't only play a role in helping our guests yeah. photographically on safari, we all come from a guiding background, so we've got... Yeah in-depth knowledge as to how the natural world works and why these animals behave the way they do or for the most part and because obviously everything we share with guests is things that we studied up on um, and these studies are obviously based on the observation of others yeah so we might say something and it might not end up that way but for the most part we're pretty accurate um, but I often answer guests when they ask a question like this why would a lion kill a cheetah because there's no, th- it's not a direct threat. Yeah. Um, so yes, lion do hunt impala and gazelle and the small things that cheetah prey upon, but that's not the the threat that the lion wants to eliminate. Because mm. lion can kill buffalo, they can kill bigger animals. The threat, and even with the serval, for the most part, a lot of people. I don't know if you saw that interaction with a cheetah and the serval. Yes, on mm. Israel. I saw yeah, this morning. Yeah, yes. that was insane. But. Small cats like that, a serval, even though it's small, it's immensely <coughs> powerful. It's got very long teeth, sharp claws. And I can assure you, if a serval comes across a lion cub mm. that is not being protected uh, by mom and by the pride, it will eliminate that lion cub. It will kill that lion cub. Mm. So that's where that level of threat sits. I there is still a threat yeah. to these lions. Even though the lions are way larger than the serval, <laughs> the lion cub is helpless against yeah. the adult serval. So, mm. I mean, that's, that's my backing on, on what had happened on that yeah. day. Mm. So, let's look at a theoretical one here. In theory, couldn't a serval easily outrun a lion? Now, let's say all things equal. If you put a serval and a lion, would, would they be able to outrun it, do you think? 
Short distance, maybe? I think so. I think so, and it'll be more... Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll more agile. be agile. Definitely more agile. Yeah. A lion corner is like a blue whale. <laughs> <laughs> but I think also then you've got to look at the behavioral side of things. So that, that serval yeah. had ample amounts of time to run away from those lines. That serval would have seen oh, yeah, those right, lines yeah. 100%. From coming from a way off. So that serval's defense mechanism wasn't necessarily to run. It was to lie still, lie in a thicket, and hope for the best. And hope for the best. Mm. Um, so yeah, in terms of which one is quicker, maybe a circle <coughs> over a shorter distance. But still, uh, but still, I think in mm. terms of a defense mechanism, they're generally shy, elusive by nature. Yeah. I mean, we've all experienced it driving out on safari. I mean, they can be sitting in the bush right next to you. How many circles have you seen on safari ever? Handful. Handful. Yeah, probably five, six, three or four, and one dead one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not more than. No, okay. I think like yeah. But did you guys know the server was there before? No, the had no idea. Jeez, that's <laughs> amazing. No idea. That's insane. So, the next one here, and Angel Angel is the username. Killing for fun, with a little cry emoji. Any comments on that, or we just move on past that? I think we covered the instinct thing. Yeah. It's, we I mean, we as these things so much. Mm. The lions aren't walking around thinking, "Hey, listen, Corin." What should we do? Let's go, kill let's go shit. have some fun and go kill shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go beat some small yeah. cat up. Doesn't work like that. No. Interesting one here. This goes back to the content from the last while. Making video is more important than saving a poor life. I've had a bitch about this online about. Okay, so, so making, you, just say that again. Making a video. So is making more, the video is more is important more to you saving that than animal. saving a poor life. So why don't you put your camera down and like go help that servo when the line was coming? Well, I think that, that lion, lion, <laughs> fucking stop! Whoa, whoa! I mean, really? What's your name? Nur Khan. Yeah, I was thinking no. Nur Khan no. can come join us on safari, and then if lions start hunting, he can feel free to get out and try and stop it. But it's not going to end well. The thing is, why why do you go on a safari? Yeah. Why do you go on a wild safari? To see wild animals in their natural environment. Yep. Doing what they do naturally. Doing That's what they it. do naturally. Yeah. Simple answer. Mm. I don't know. It's... And I think that that's exactly what we do. You know, we, we document what nature gives us. You know, sometimes it's cute and it's adorable. It's a mom with a cup. And sometimes it's gory. it's raw and gory. And mm. But that's what it is. You know, that's that's nature and that's what, it, what yeah. happens. Again, you know, whether we're there or not... That's what they're going to do. It's yeah. happening every day. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few comments here around why did the lions kill it but not eat it? Because it was for fun. Oh, the sport. Yeah, it was yeah. a game. It was a game. <laughs> there it is. Because they decided when that morning they woke up, we're going to go kill the serval. We're not going to eat it. We're just going to... Let's go have fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the most part, and again, like I'd mentioned, everything that we share with guests and things that our knowledge... Um, bank of how the, the natural world works is based on observation and for yeah. the most part predators killing another predator usually doesn't lead to if I may use the word cannibalism where they eat each other yeah um, <coughs> it's just usually purely to eliminate a threat yeah and as sad as that is yes the serval got killed and it was eliminated nothing goes to waste in nature and that's the beautiful side of this gory scene so that, that serval had died for a reason. It was a weaker yeah. gene um, in the pool. Yeah. So there was a reason for it to be eliminated. But even though the lioness didn't eat it, um, 
other mm. other animals would definitely <coughs> benefit from it. Your your birds of prey, if a hyena come across it, your maggots, your flies, things Circle like that. Exactly. Yeah, Everything needs Yeah, needs nutrition I'm and they would have they would have benefited from it in, in one way or another. Yeah. The thing is I think it goes sorry, G no, no. I think it goes back to what Mark said earlier, you know, it's not that they're in direct competition for food. But they are competing against one another. If you look at it, circle of life. There's something. What if we were sitting here having watched a video of a serval killing a lion cub? Hmm. What would we be saying there? No, that's a great way to. Then the the serval was having fun. Kill the serval. You know, yeah. Kill the serval. Save the lion cub. There's no win. There's no win. You can't. Because nature doesn't work by a rule. I'm I'm just going. I'm going super deep back into theory here. I can't. I should remember this. There's there's some other parasite in a predator's meat because of the way they digest protein and stuff mm. that if it if it passes onto another predator they, it's a big scientific name I can't remember what it is but there's something like that as well and that's, that's what they're often do that's it there, there. Wait, what is it? go look it up Mikey yes, <laughs> don't look it up <laughs> <laughs> well played okay so Ivan CO says I'm gonna go watch lions get shot now this is the second time that I've seen them kill species it hurts me so much so Ivan you would be happy for some idiot with a big gun to walk up and shoot a lion in its face rather than them doing what they do naturally. You should go sit down and reconsider yourself, bro. Mm-hmm. That's no just stupid. Game there. That's, That's just stupid. Game, yeah. Whereas the serval, it was fair game. It could yeah. have opted yeah. to run. Unfortunately, it's And the serval did, did scratch and bite. Yeah, yeah. The lions might have sustained yeah. injuries. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> what's, the lion's, what's the lion's psychology behind killing other catch? Cats, surely they aren't happy doing this. Again, we put these emotions on these yeah. things. Yeah. Can I ask you, Trev, after how many lions were there? I think four in total. Four. After they killed this thing, did they fist bump? Or like high five? <laughs> to celebrate yeah. because yeah, they're yeah, happy. Yeah. No, they're absolutely they should have been. No, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. Because they just act. It, it's, it's natural instinct. instinct. Natural instinct. No. Um, there's a long this I'm going to read this. It shouldn't be easy to be a little one in the land of big guys. Poor thing. He died uselessly at the hand of his larger relatives. At least he died fighting to the end. Cats are like that. They kill everything they can kill, often just for fun. This serval did and would do the same thing for smaller beings. The wildlife is not as beautiful as in Disney movies. 100%. No, it's because Disney's fake. <laughs> there it is. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, and I, mean, I think a lot of what we're going to hear here today is they're doing it for fun. And I oh. think people... Just get that out of their minds. These animals don't do anything for fun. I yeah. mean, there's very few mammals on this on you this can't planet. Humanize it. Yeah, no, they, they do things for fun. Is it, is Ourselves, our closest relatives, yeah. being the primates, dolphins. There's only a handful that do certain activities for pleasure and for bonobos have sex for pleasure. There we go. So that's fun, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that went away. Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay, bring it back to me. But yeah, I mean, I think people should just get this out of their mind because yeah. people are quick to react and to respond and to share their opinion on things like this. Mm. But they've never been on safari. They've never been to Africa. That that's the thing. They do not understand why these animals do what they do. I think it's very and much the, the the sorry the Disney side of it. Mm. You know, because in Lion King, you know. Um, Mufasa and or Simba and Nala were like good friends and you know now all lions in the bush yeah. need to be like Imagine that. that scene in the beginning, Lion King, right? Yeah. Simba, yeah. right? And there's all the zebra all the zebras bowing and down. Bowing, and bowing, the elephants are trumpeting. Like kill fest. And Pumba, uh-huh. Pumba's friends with him. Now why is Simba now eating Pumba 
when we're out in the liquid exactly. kind of thing like how dare Simba maybe Disney that. should have said Simba and then a circle flies and kills <laughs> <laughs> there we go there was actually people may have related a bit better I, I, I think I, I might have said this on some previous episode but there were guys at Tao Game Lodge mm-hmm. when I was in the Lion King came on video these are got a proper piss up and they watched Lion King and they made notes of everything that's wrong I think they got to like 137 something okay, everything right. from Zazu is blue like the, the and there's a black rhino eating grass but for people that haven't been on safari, Mike, like no. you say, they think that's it. Yeah. That's it. Safari, guys, is not just, and, and we're going to get to a question here now, but it's not just about the pretty. Mm. Yeah. We cannot decide just to see the one part of it and, and ignore everything else. Do you think you would see baby lions if mommy didn't eat shit? Yeah. Great question. Do you so, think baby lion would have survived <laughs> if mommy didn't Thank eat you. Yeah. And mommy doesn't eat grass. <clears throat> no, unfortunately. Yeah. But then they, no. got, they haven't got the vegan memo yet. <laughs> yeah, but then you, you sometimes with digestion you see a lion like chewing the grass, mm. and you get the case first up yeah. to Africa. See, these are vegan lions. <laughs> yes, John. Let's see the survival. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. So the next video here, Johan, I think it was yours. Wild dogs kill pregnant in parlor. Yeah. So Short summary of that one for us, please. So I mean, wild dogs. The the kills obviously it's it's very um, very quick but very uh, visual. <laughs> Uh, this was in, in South Luangwa, and the the wild dogs were hunting impala as they do late afternoon. They found this female; <laughs> and she was pregnant at the time, and they managed to pull like the the fetus out of mom, which is what they do. By that stage, you know, there's um, I still argue very much that by that stage, there's so much um, shock with the animal that they don't actually feel anything. But it's still, you know, visually, it, it, it can be quite gruesome to watch, but it's the way wild dogs hunt. Again, we're talking about competition, you know, they try and catch their, their prey, kill it as quickly as possible, and eat it as quickly as possible before stronger animals like a pride of lions or a clan of hyenas come in, which might potentially kill them. So they, they also have, you know, a theory why they, they do what <coughs> they do um, and hunt what the way they hunt mm-hmm. so i mean look it, it, it is visual but again it's 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 nature it's the way they they survive mm. and i think before we jump into questions you like you were just mentioning now how it's how they hunt and it's a quick quick death for the animals mm. and for the most part these animals are in a state of shock and all yeah. that adrenaline i mean it's like when when you are in an accident or your adrenaline's pumping you don't feel pain the way you do under normal circumstances 100%. and I mean, things that I'd read up on when I was still a lodge-based guide is that even though it is super gory and difficult to watch, mm. it's believed that when, when a pack of dogs kill an animal, it's in a way more humane than it would be when lions do, for example. Yeah. Mm. Because if you take a pack of 11-plus ele- mature dogs, taking down an impala, which is 45 kilograms, within five minutes that animal is it's gone. gone. Yeah. There's, there's horns mm. Mm. and there's a skull. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, so the death of that animal is literally within the first 30 <coughs> seconds and it's gone. Yeah. Whereas with, like you had said now, buffalo bellowing, bellowing for, 40 for its life for 40 minutes to an hour, That's hour and rough. a half while lions are strangling it, yeah. that adrenaline wears down, they start feeling the pain, they realize, flip, something's eating me and yes. opening up my... <coughs> poopal. So, yeah. My, my, my poopal. Explain no, exactly. to the people what poopal is, Johan. <laughs> it's a scientific <laughs> That's what I'm going to share there. Okay, so this comes back to, I mean, it's the same theme through all of this, but we'll get there. Michael McNamara says, holy shit, who said nature is beautiful? Great question. That's the thing. 
I don't know, I, I'm not sure which way Michael wants us to go, but it's not always beautiful. It's rough. Some of it's raw and horrible and bloody and snotty and it, it's, it's and bad. And it is sad. I mean, with I'm us dead. sitting in, in sightings <clears throat> like that, I've also had so much hate mail where, gee, you and I were in the Mara where that zebra, when lions were chasing those zebra continuously as oh. we were going down to that drinking Broken point. leg. Yeah, and the yes. one fell off the banks of the Mara River, snapped its back, I think right leg mm -hmm. it was, bones sticking out, blood squirting everywhere. And the lions had missed, I think it was their fourth or fifth attempt. And again, they had missed the zebra, but this one that had fallen off, and then she climbed up back onto the banks to rejoin the herd, and we see this thing hobbling along. Long story short, an immature lioness jumped on this, this animal and started opening it up from between the hind legs. So it didn't kill it. And this mm. thing was just lying there bleeding, trying yeah. to kick yeah. with this broken leg. It was super gory, and people would approach or commented on my feed saying that, how can I share this? It's inhumane, this and that. Um, but... I actually lost track of thought what, I was on the, what the point was there. <laughs> it's very good, though. But if you look at, I mean, oh. the inhumane <laughs> things that humans do. Yeah. Now, if yeah. you look at us, us as, a, as a breed, you know, you, you, you're bitching and money about lions or wild dogs doing what they do. You know, look at what, what humans do mm. uh, and what we've done to, to our planet, to each other, to other <laughs> species. I mean, you can't even, can't <clears> even <throat> begin to uh, compare the... Yeah. Um, you know the, the the cruelty, I suppose, or brutality of it. All. Yeah. yeah, but also, I mean, we we have a cognitive process. Like you go to school, and your mom says, "Hey, don't do that again." Yeah. And animals have the same thing. Like if a lion misbehaves, the older ones will beat him up, yeah. for example. Yeah. Mm. But they don't sit and think while they're busy killing something. Think, fuck, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm being horrible here. Yeah. Whereas we should. Yeah. Exactly. And we do. Yeah, yeah. And this is, Maybe I should clean it up a little bit. Yeah, would you blood? Oh, I'm gonna pass out. My, my thought process just came back to me, and yes. why I shared that story mm. is that people would say, "But how could you enjoy sit, um, sitting there and documenting this?" <coughs> and it's not necessarily that we enjoy, enjoy it. We we enjoy it in in on the in point the of that it's, in the bigger picture. It's an incredible wildlife moment. But in that video, you could still hear me saying, "Oh, shame, man! Look at mm. the poor thing. It's sad." Mm. Because it is sad. And if mm. you're sitting in a sighting where lions are killing something or wild dogs are killing something, and you don't have that little bit of empathy for the animal losing its life, <coughs> then there's something wrong with you. Hundred yeah. percent. We don't go and celebrate it. Yes, no. animal's dead. You know, it's, but it happens. It's an adrenaline, um, adrenaline-filled moment, yeah. Yeah. which gets you psyched. But at the same time, yeah. it's extremely heartbreaking. I, I remember. I remember that time. It was close to Hippopools, eh? Very. At Hippopools, right yeah. Next to it, yeah. And I remember the client in my vehicle as well. She started crying immediately when that thing hit the floor. Mm. She started crying immediately, and I said to her, "Okay, listen, because she's out." camera down and she's crying I said okay listen stop you're not gonna see this again for many people they don't ever see stuff like this some of you people that haven't been on safari this doesn't happen every day mm -mm. right it's actually a privilege to see it circle of life yeah. cliche but it works so I said to her, let's pick up your camera and just photograph through the camera it almost to a certain degree desensitizes a bit yeah. mm. even though it zooms you in you're closer yeah. But it's not as real as, as the 360 vision. Mm, yeah, and that worked for her. And, and I, I remember there's a podcast on this. It was called Passion versus Compassion. And it's passion for photography and nature versus the compassion for the subject. Yeah. Mm. But a lot of people, they just focus on, and it's a problem for humanity. We only focus on the negative. That's bad. Yeah. Mm. But I think coming back to all of this, I think, you know, all of you out there, you see these videos. But what you don't see is... The time that we take as guides after something like this has happened <coughs> where 
whether it be half an hour after during drive or whether it be back at camp i mean obviously everybody's emotional about it mm. but what people don't see and what they don't understand is that we sit around the dinner table and you debrief and you chat mm. about it as a group and, you, and you, you you discuss it with the group and you see how each individual is feeling and yeah you know um i think that's what a lot of the viewers don't get to see um and understand and it and like you're all saying it is it's a part of nature it happens whether we're there or not mm -hmm. but what people watching these videos don't see is the debrief that goes on afterwards and um the discussions <coughs> that we have with the guests that we had in that moment yeah it's a big deal i think that's what a lot of people don't understand about coming on safari is the education aspect forget yeah. about photography yeah. yeah yeah just the rest of it um johan there's a couple of people here asking why you didn't film it in 4k and how did you get 720p so goddamn sharp and smooth? Just own it. I mean, just I don't even know how to answer that. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> why did I shoot it in 4K? Um, I don't know. What was the shot with it? No, it was on, on camera, but I mean, it's. I literally just. Busy photographing, switched over to video and just started recording. So, yeah, thank, thank goodness it wasn't in slow mo. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Anyway, um, okay, so ripped open in just a few minutes. Um, seconds. <laughs> seconds, yes. Um, these lions, tigers are more sophisticated in getting their meal. No wonder lions are the lowest. I'm not even sure to make of that. But there's not even lions there. N well, yeah. It's no, a no, she's, yeah, so I don't know what this, <laughs> how. And are we now grading animals on how they hunt and feed? Yeah. We all adapt to different. It's it's people's understanding, guys. Yeah. Yo, need to learn a bit more. Yeah. Um, going <laughs> down yeah. straight. Wild dog wins. There's some funny comments here as well. Uh, someone should set up a live safari cam. So think about that. Wild dogs. Explain the sighting when you found them. Did they sit on one spot? No. So I mean, we were. We we, we spent probably I don't know three hours with them in the afternoon. We. Um, the guys had found them late that morning and we knew that they were going to hunt because they didn't hunt that morning so we knew that the afternoon was a good chance i can't remember exactly how many were in the pack i think it was like 10 or 12 of them so i mean we spent maybe a couple of hours with them sleeping playing around and then you know if you if you view wild dogs they start sort of sucking each other up playing around and then they get on the hunt and once they start running you know the, the toughest thing is to keep up with them mm. especially in areas with a little bit thicker vegetation you know as soon as they go through a thick block like through um like mopanis or something like that you might as well just turn your vehicle off and stay where you are because yeah. you're not going to be following them <coughs> through the bushes so everything happened very quickly and we were just about to give up when i mean this was like just after sunset um when this happened so very low light um and like we saw a herd of impala i mean we, we, we lost the dog completely yeah. And we just saw these impalas and they do that seesaw yeah. movement. Got him. And then it was, yeah, came around the corner and there it was. So a static camera really wouldn't work? Mm, no, unless you're extremely lucky and put it exactly the right place. Not happen. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry, going back <laughs> onto that um, and the education side of yes. things. Because I think going through all of this is a massive lack of education. Monster. Huge. Um, is that, you know... The fortunate thing is that our whole team has been full-time guides before. 
So when situations like this happen, mm -hmm. Johan mentioned that the dogs didn't hunt in the morning. They so expected them to hunt in the afternoon. <coughs> so what Johan would have done is he would have sat with his guests and he said, you know, there's a very good chance that they will hunt. Mm. This is the way that they hunt um, and given all that detail. So yeah. those guests getting onto that vehicle are very aware of what they could potentially see. Sure. So it's not like you're just springing this onto your guest and suddenly there's hey, blood, blood and guts yeah. and yeah. you're explaining yeah. and, you, and you're making sure because Good point. It's, it's not about us, it's about our guests. Mm -hmm. So we speak to our guests, are you all happy? These yes. are the different scenarios that could happen. Mm. Are you guys happy? Yes, we are. Okay, let's head on out. Yeah. If you're not happy, okay, great. Let's go look for something else. Let's go look at scrub hairs. Let's cute. go look at yeah. something cute, yeah. Mm. Maybe in parlor. Good point. I, and I think, again, I mean, we've said it now, but... The, the, the people who haven't been on safari who bash on their keyboards without having any understanding <laughs> and then it's sad because not only because you're being silly but also because you're missing out on so much yeah. you're missing out on so much okay a couple of interesting ones the, that birth should be in the Guinness Book of World Records as the fastest life and death pregnancy ever known then we also have, we should have a feed That's your ex to the wild dogs day. Feed your ex to the wild dogs day. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure there's many people who <laughs> agree with that comment. There's quite a few people I'd love to feed to wild dogs, but we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, oh, come on, man. Yuck, I nearly vomited. These things are wicked, these wild dogs. No matter how hungry you may be, how do you find pleasure in eating a fetus? Do you think, what's your name? I can't even say your username. Do you think they sat there and think, I'm gonna eat the, oh, ew, it's a fetus. What, what, really? Meat is meat. So, 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 so if your cat at home catches a bird that's just fallen out of a, a, a nest and it's a tiny baby bird, it's gonna just leave it, hey? Mm. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on, yeah. Um, so here's one from Deborah, not, Deborah, the travel with us, obviously. There are, there are two, no, three creatures I absolutely hate in the world. And that is hyenas, those dragons, which I'm spouting as Komodo dragons, or else she watches Game of Thrones, I don't know. <laughs> and, wait, let me start again. There are two, no, three creatures I absolutely hate in the world. And that is hyenas, those dragons, and these wild, wild dogs. They are so repulsive. That poor little impala hasn't even been born. And then the first comment here... Is off of that comment. Yeah, yeah. Someone commenting back is, "Oh, you must be a Karen. So nice to meet you." <laughs> Which I thought kind of funny. <laughs> Deborah, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you've watched this far, you need to start understanding that there's a system at play here which doesn't rely on us liking it or not. Yeah. It's going to happen. As you listen to what today, choose Wednesday. Yeah. Right now, somewhere in the world, an animal's dying because it's been killed by another animal. Yeah. Whenever you're watching this, another animal is killing it. This is what happens. It happened before we were here, and hopefully, if we are gone, this still will keep going. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's how it works. Yeah. And I think you can you can see it as well in um, smaller reserves. So the smaller the reserve is, the more intense the, the management has to be. So you know, even like all these reserves that have fences around them, no matter how big they are, there's still some sort of management that needs to take place. As soon as you fence an area, you have to manage it, right? So. Mm -hmm. And everything needs to be managed from grazers. So animals that eat grass, browsers, animals that eat leaves. If you have too many grazers, what's going to happen? You're not going to have any grass left. Your area is going to be overgrazed. If you have too many browsers, you're not going to have any leaves on the tree left. If you have too many predators, you're not going to have prey left. If you have too many prey, they're going to sort of 
multiply and sort of <coughs> like numbers are just going to blow up and then you're going to lose your grass and vegetation as mentioned so in an area like south Lawangwa that doesn't have fences around this is nature's way of balancing those numbers you know if you, you can't then you know go chase the wild dogs away because then you're in parlor numbers that are already very very high we're going to go through the roof and then it, it, it fights with another antelope it competes with another antelope and you know, if you kill the dogs you know that's one of the most endangered predators in africa it's yep. a freaking miracle and a, a amazing experience just to see wild dogs just sleeping let alone hunting you know? mm. so you got to put everything into perspective you know, i think just by saying you hate animals because from what you've seen from one video, video obviously mm. means that you don't understand the um the threat that these animals are under from a conservation point of view because they roam such big areas because they often get killed by lions and then there's going to be a case if you had to see a lion kill this wild dog that wild dog that you hate so much you're going to hate the lions as well so you have to put everything into perspective from <coughs> nature balances numbers and mm. the less we get involved mm. the better. better it becomes and you can see it in areas that don't get sort of maintained you know like uh, not maintained, managed. Sure. You know, the areas like South Dewang, where the minor pools, the Masai Maras, the Serengeti. That ebb and flow of yeah. predator and, and prey. One year you've got cheetah numbers that just go through the roof. And, you know, next year, <coughs> cheetah numbers are, are way down because of whatever. Maybe they got uh, some disease that, that came through. Wild dogs exactly the same. Yeah. So it needs to be understood that everything is a balancing act with, with nature and if it's it left alone it balances itself yeah. out beautifully it's such a fine line though and yeah. again it comes down to education yeah. but before yeah. I get to the educational point is that Corin was her name or well, let's call Karen. her Corin <laughs> sorry Karen. firstly if I might be wrong here you may have been on safari before you may have not mm. but if not Disney lied to you hyenas are epic animals yeah. the um, best they are incredible animals super intelligent and play such a vital role in the environment and their social structure they, to sit and watch they to me one of the most fascinating <coughs> creatures secondly i think the dragons in game of Thrones are epic oh they rock the coolest one was the blue one when you <laughs> spit blue fire <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. the, the white walker dragon yes so th they're epic so mm. nothing against those mm. dragons and then the dogs as well i mean there's and as i've mentioned it's such a fine line and as difficult as it is <coughs> to watch this as we've repetitively said now there's a very fine line and i think when the only time people will really appreciate things like this mm -hmm. and not leave comments like that mm -hmm. is once they understand the reason as to why things like that happen. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and again, I, I mentioned genetics earlier on. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for it. That Impala, she may have been a very old Impala. Mm -hmm. Her baby probably would not have been the best gene um, to be reintroduced into the yeah. gene pool. Mm -hmm. yeah. So eliminating it was a good thing. Sure. You know, it was sad to see like that. Yeah. There's a reason for it. Yeah, he's, he's probably had 54 babies already. I just couldn't do it anymore. Exactly. But I, I also <laughs> just want to say, from an educational point of view, I can guarantee you that 99% of these comments that you have read mm. have no idea about a safari. Nothing. So my suggestion. This is leading to the next point. My, carry on. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. My suggestion would be before you type on your computer. <laughs> is Love to do research yeah. and to it's find out a bit more about that specific episode or about that specific animal and its lifestyle and how it how everything works and how it works together before you make your comments 100 or get in touch with us set up a 30 minute online chat yeah, yeah. and we'll exactly. share this information exactly. with you. yeah we've combined just yes, we've got many years of experience all so. the years 
all, all of these. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna. There's two more. So the first one we're not gonna stay too long because we're not gonna go to religion. This, the question is simply, where is God? Where do these things come from? I mean, it's a natural system created by. It's part of just his plan. Just put it together. Just right. put it together. We'll leave you for a moment. Just right. moment of silence. Got it. Done. Okay, moving on. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so this is an interesting, and we'll finish with this one because it's a bit of a conversation that happened here. So Kasim Abbas said, poor mother, hu- poor mother, humans should at least save her. They always feel happy for scenes like this. Now, we've spoken about that. Okay. Some people answer him back. The dogs need to eat too. Someone says to him, shut up. Um, and then he says back to him, no, you shut up. It's fascinating. <laughs> the dogs have pup too. Pups too. Now, here's an interesting one. Um, come on bro this is nature and this is how it is your normal listen your normal nature documentaries do not show this stuff that's a big deal because what Nat Geo shows and what Netflix shows and whatever they show you the pretty because pretty sells yeah yeah. it's Disney it's I mean we've even I mean we've even sat and watched nature documentaries where there's a cheetah hunting yeah, we've spoken about middle this. of summer. <laughs> yeah, middle of summer and winter, whatever. But then he'll start hunting. As he's stalking, you can check he's in the Khalakhari, yeah. red dudes. He starts running, he's in fucking the Delta in Botswana. Yeah, right. And then when he catches this thing, it's it looks like he's in the Plains of Serengeti. Yeah. <laughs> this cheetah ran 4,000 kilometers <laughs> after his prey. But people don't see that. Yeah. But Because oh. they make stories to draw you in. Yeah. So whatever, John Samuel says is 100% correct. Normal documentaries don't show this stuff. We are not documentary makers. We show you the truth. As guides, we have to educate and tell you the truth. Yeah. This is the truth. Yeah. This is what happens. Um, <clears throat> oh, then someone asks Kasim, so why don't you go to wild Africa and do me a favor, walk into a pack of wild dogs and then stop them from killing the poor innocent mother and its baby. And please make sure you film it. <laughs> this is the thing. People say, do something. And what is the... Let's, let's go around the table. What is the biggest part of lions you've seen take down something? Like 9, think, 8, 10, 16, I don't know. Yeah, yeah probably. I, I mean, I saw the Macellus um, Cellus in Medikwe. Yes. They were 20 odd. And I've seen them take down a, a wildebeest. But it's usually, I think, on average, probably between 6 and 10. Yeah. Lions. Kind of average? Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Kasim, so. I'd love to hear the answer. Again, but I wish one day, in a way, this could happen. Because what are you going to do? So. The zebra is getting panel beated, right? By six lions. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to throw him with your phone? You're going to throw ugly words at him? Yeah. Really? What, what, what I don't get is, I mean, my six-year-old child, he understands the, the, the call it the, the food pyramid. Food pyramid, yeah. You know, is the <coughs> plant comes up, the deer eats the plant, and the lion eats the antelope, whatever. And then, the, and let's go Lion King. The lion dies and becomes the sand. Yeah, and that's nature. So, one of the lions. I, I don't understand how people don't get that. That's a lot of these animals <coughs> are there as a food source for yeah. predators and feed on the grass. I, I don't know how people don't. It's a very really repetitive theme. Yeah. It's yeah, the same yeah. thing. It really is. And I mean, there's something I stand strongly, um, I stand strong on this, is that I'm a firm believer that the only, or education equals <coughs> conservation. Yeah. That's the only way. And I mean, that simple analogy you just use about a six-year-old kid who's learning about 
the yeah. sand is there, the plant grows, cow mm-hmm. eats the, and it's, uh, the, yeah. you know, it's that chain of energy, that yeah. flow of energy. I mean, what are you learning back home then? Yeah. What are the kids in other countries learning? Don't they understand that? Yeah. I mean, that's part, it's part of a cycle. And what are you teaching your kids? Yeah. You know, it's part of a cycle. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges that us is what we do, because I see what, what Wild Eye is and the, <coughs> the way we present ourselves on safari and the stuff we share with our guests. It's heavily educational driven. Big time. With a con- conservation. It's something we don't dial up often enough. We don't. And, and in my opinion, it's, it's so important for the conservation of these animals. I mean, this chat we're having today, mm. again, we're digging into people saying that you're not educated and you don't understand and this and that. And not that we're being mean and nasty about it, but it's true. <coughs> yeah. If you want to understand something and if you want to make a difference in rhino conservation or elephant, whatever conservation, people need to be educated. And if they don't, then there's, you're never going to win. This is going to sound strange, but I mean, Johanna and I spoke about influencers online and how they only always talk about the good things. If I'm going to advertise this microphone to you, I'm going to tell you how silver it is and how amazing it is, but nobody ever wants to look at the bad side. Mm. Every single thing has a downside. So for you, if you come on safari, if your downside is seeing a little impala die, shit, sorry, but you're not going to see that unless you also see the pretty and the this and that. It's a full circle. Mm. It is. So I'll leave this with one comment here. So on this, on the same. So the original comment was, poor mother human should at least save, um, poor, poor mother, comma, humans should have at least saved her. They always feel happy for such scenes. We've answered that. But <laughs> a username called Vegan Carnival okay. has like a bit of a mic <laughs> drop <laughs> moment Vegan at Carnival. the end of it. And he says, Kasim, it's the circle of life. Nobody saves your chicken nuggets, do they? So fuck off and leave them to have lunch. <laughs> <laughs> My that's job. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's it. Nothing else to say. Yeah. Just educate yourself. That's it. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, I spoke to someone recently, is there's no reason for you to not know anything in today's world. You have a phone. You've got access to every yeah. single anything right now where you are. Yeah. And if you don't have a phone, they ask the libraries. I've seen them. Early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you still get like books? <laughs> <laughs> What's a book? Yeah. I think it's like a audible ebook. Yeah. No. Okay. So guys, I'll link both of these videos up in the description. Please go and read it. Um, but take your sense of humor with you because there's some weird, weird people out there. Comes back to education, hey? Yeah. yeah. Should go around the table, wrap it up. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, that was a fun chat. Um, and as you'd said there, just Educate yourself, and I mean, we are available online if you have any questions <coughs> regarding any of our posts or videos that you see online and you want more context mm. and answers as to why we didn't save the animal. We're happy to chat and set up a meeting and, and share our knowledge with you because that's that's what we do and that's what we do best, it's what we love to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in and for watching this video. That's it, yeah. What Mark's here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike said to yeah, I no, think no, 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 no. No, I think it comes. It I does, thought it, it might have been too short for server. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does come down to knowledge is power. We've spoken about it throughout this um, this entire recording. Um, before you make a comment or of something that you clearly don't understand <coughs> as well as you should, mm. um, do some research. Like Mike said, get in touch with us. We are more than happy to help you to answer any questions that you may have. But do the research before um, typing comments like this, just yeah. because, yeah. 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 What Trevor said. <laughs> what Trevor said. No, but for real, what Trevor <coughs> and Mike said. I don't think there's anything else to, to add to that. No. Nah.
I think the upside for you guys is once you start digging deeper into all this blood and guts, even if it might be horrible, I think you're going to find quite a bit of enlightenment on the other side. Make you appreciate things more. Mm. Really do. Guys, thank you for watching. So next week, episode 58 next week, yeah. we'll be recording at Thornybush. Johan and I will be in Thornybush. I think you're actually going as well. Surprise. Okay, Mark's going cool. Trev's going to a different <laughs> reserve. Where are you going? Uh, Timberbody. Timberbody. So next week's Q&A, we're going to be putting out from Monday... And we're going to ask you for specific questions relating to the Thornybush Reserve and their, and their kind of, uh, I almost say battery of lodges. Battery. Of the collection, it's a better word. <laughs> You've been watching all the battering of things. That's it. Battering God, those bad. <laughs> got battered. No, so we're going to be asking you for questions on the Thornybush Reserve and also their collection of lodges. So it's a dedicated episode next week from Thornybush, but then um, stay tuned because week after that we're back to normal. Should be interesting. Guys, as always, thank you for watching. If you have any questions, I'm going to put all our emails at the bottom of the video here. Get in touch. Don't do stupid comments. Think about things and just get in touch. Yeah. That's so, it. Cool. Done. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. My name is Jerry. That's Johan, Trevor, and Mike. We're from Wild Eye. Bye. Cheers. And there you have it. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, which I hope you do if you're listening to this, then you know that a little while ago, I did a video straight to camera talking about predators and prey and how a lot of people still don't get it. And by looking at these comments on YouTube, it's definitely the case. So we need to start educating more. We need to have, before you see something on a nature uh, video or a wildlife thing, just pause for a second because maybe you don't know the full context of the situation. It's hard seeing some of the shit that happens out there, but it's real. And like Mike and myself said in that video, it happens whether we are there or not. It's as simple as that. So, guys, as always, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for following the content. Truly appreciate your time. If you want to get in touch, my social media, pretty much all the platforms, Jerry van Welt, and my email, jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, at wildeye, two words with a hyphen in between, wildeye.co.za. I will chat in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one.